you go into some depth to make the argument against those libertarians, let's say, who would argue that the state should completely separate itself from marriage altogether. You make the case that they're sort of uh, intertwined to such a degree that 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 can't practically happen. Explain that to our listeners. I think it's a linguistic game, and I think it puts the cart before the horse. Look, there are two reasons that gays want to be able to marry and have the state recognize their union. The first is that it carries with it a certain imprimatur. That's clear from Kennedy's decision. It's clear from the amicus briefs that accompanied the case. There is a sense that there is a certain societal animus, is the word, or disapproval inherent to the states recognizing only straight marriages. But the key reason, the main reason that marriages uh, are being changed is that the state is involved in so much that we do, and marriage is involved with that. For example, I'm an immigrant. Now, I got my green card through my employer, but I could have bought it through my wife. And if I had been marrying not a woman but a man, I would have, until the DOMA decision, been unable to come in because I was marrying an American. It wouldn't have been accepted as a marriage. Uh, equally, we have the old cliches, hospital visitation rights and inheritance uh, and so forth. Now, I understand the instinct to look at our current argument and to try and get out of it completely. In other words, to replace marriage with a series of private contracts. That actually is not quite as easy as it looks for a number of arcane legal reasons. But presume, for the sake of argument, that it were. We'd still have the same problem. Unless the state shrinks to the extent that there are no immigration restrictions, uh, that there are no taxes, uh, that there are no uh, contract uh, intrusions, inheritance, for example, the question of which private contracts between individuals the state would be willing to recognize is still going to be there. We cannot call it marriage if we like. We can call it any other word or a, a private arrangement between individuals. But the outrage that would be felt by those who are excluded will be just as keen. I mean, for example, my immigration. Suppose that I had a private contract uh, with my wife. That was how we did it now. The state would recognize that, I presume. Suppose I had a private contract with you. The state would now recognize that, I presume. But suppose I had a private contract with an 11-year-old girl. Would the state recognize it? No, why not? Suppose I had a private contract with two people. Would the state recognize it? If I wanted to enter into a private marriage-style contract with you and then move to the United States and the government wouldn't let me, wouldn't I just throw up my hands immediately and say this is homophobia? That I need the government to recognize this arrangement. All we're doing here is changing the word. So although I understand where Rand Paul is coming from, although I understand where libertarians are coming from on this, I don't think they understand why it is uh, that, that gays want... Uh, the redefinition of marriage. And of course, you also make the argument in the book that 
though you have your own personal views, you respect and believe that the views of more traditional conservatives should be respected who believe that marriage is defined as it's traditionally been defined and that, by the way, we've had hundreds of years of human experience which this new institution flies in the face of. Yes, and I think this is not just a a point of what I think. It's a point of how we should all treat this radical and very fast change within our society. I am fine with it, as I say. Uh, but it is worth remembering that people who are now called bigots hold the same position as Barack Obama did until two years ago. They hold the same position that Hillary Clinton did until last year. This is a, an extremely speedy change, and we are unfortunately in the process. As marriage redefinition has become popular, just maybe 51%. We are now in the process of moving the argument from should gay marriage exist to should anybody who opposes it be received in polite society? Now, we looked at Brendan Ike, who essentially built Mozilla, being kicked out of his own company because in 2008, he had contributed money to California's Proposition 8. And one, of course, he was in line with Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, and most people in California, by the looks of it, and he was kicked out for it. He was prevented from serving within his own company uh, because he held a private view, not because he was bullying his staff, not because he was uh, making people feel uncomfortable or discriminating or sending around proselytizing emails, but because privately he had contributed to a campaign in 2008, five years later, six years later, he's ousted from his job for thought crime. That's extraordinarily dangerous. And that is a fight that conservatives really should be turning their attentions to because the gay marriage fight, I think, is over. I don't just think it's over in terms of public opinion, but I think the Supreme Court is going to find a constitutional right to gay marriage, which I should say, although I support gay marriage, I I think is weak. 